You are listening to WMNF Tampa. And support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and USF Safety Florida, committed to reducing work-related illnesses and injuries for Florida's small business. Information and consultation appointments are available at usfsafetyflorida.com. The opinions presented on the Healthy Steps show are the evidence-based opinions of Dr. Fred Harvey, the callers, and his guests. These are not the opinions of the staff, the volunteers, or the board of WMNF. The information provided on the show is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. There is no implied patient-physician relationship in these calls. The nature of the calls is educational and informational only. Good Monday morning to you, my dear friends. Let's get cozy and gather around our radios and listen to another exciting episode of the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey here on WMNF Tampa. Dr. Harvey is joined today by Dr. Dan Colicchio, and he's going to tell us about embracing a successful weight loss program and achieving a lifestyle that maintains that weight loss so that you can thrive. If you have any medical questions today related to the topic on weight loss and a healthy lifestyle, you are encouraged to participate by calling 813 813- Two three nine nine six six three, or sending an email to dj at wmnf.org. You can also text us at 813-433-0885. Welcome to the Healthy Steps Radio Show, Dr. Colicchio. I hope that you're staying warm up there in the Garden State. So you're joining us today to discuss functional nutrition. For almost everyone, weight loss is one of those holy grail goals. And everyone knows that it's easier to keep the pounds off than to take those pounds off, and yet we still look at the dessert menu with no thoughts of prudence or shame. I'm looking forward to your insights. And a bright good morning to you, Dr. Harvey. I know that you have some well-earned laudatory comments for Dr. Carlicchio and some jewels of insight of your own to share with our (laughs) listeners. So let's get some fresh air in here, and I'll turn the show over to you. Good Monday morning, Bill, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. Hello, listeners. Are you ready to talk weight loss? I am, and so is Dr. Cardalicchio. Dan is a very experienced clinician. He's a chiropractor, and he also has an MS degree in human nutrition from the University of Bridgeport, and he is uh, also an adjunct professor at the University of Bridgeport uh, in diabetes, heart health, thyroid disorders, autoimmune diseases, but really, he's a functional medicine practitioner like me, and he has some really interesting insights on functional metabolic nutrition, biochemistry, and how we can apply this information to lose some weight. Welcome, Dan. I'm glad you're here. Fred, it is a pleasure, honor, and a pleasure to be here. And I'm looking forward to motivating, educating, and inspiring all of the listeners here today. Well, I know you can do that because we have some amazingly good conversations. In fact, yes, we have conversations <laughs> at, at the Mastermind. Um, once again, uh, uh, just a shout out to JJ Virgin's Mastermind uh, Mindshare Collaborative because she's bringing amazing practitioners together so we can help uplift the health of this whole planet. And it's so fun. So what do you, uh, what do you have to say about uh, uh, your, your approach here? Let's, let's just start with our, our, our uh, problem. We have, you know, 70% of Americans are overweight and, and, and 40% are obese. It's just, it's just an epidemic. And, and coming out of what we've just come out of, CDC has indicated that individuals have gained about 30 pounds, 25, 30 pounds. Right. Clinically, what I've seen is 50 to 60 pounds in my office. And what happens is that that weight gain creates a lot of negative health outcomes 
you know, diabetes, uh, heart disease, um, autoimmune type of conditions, hypertension. And it's really just a pandemic coming out of what we're just coming out of. And what we need to do is we need to look at what's going on in an in individual's metabolism in order to help them out. Because you could go to these weight loss clinics and they give you a little bit of food and then you're on the treadmill for hours on end. And of course yeah. you're going to lose weight. But you know what? It doesn't it doesn't last in the long term because next year you're back, right? And you're doing the same thing all over again, right, Fred? Exactly. You don't learn the the life change patterns. Um, right. I think one of the key things here that for all of us uh, uh, in functional residents, we realize you can't diet. Diet is just not because we, we've 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 bastardized diet. The Greeks knew about <laughs> dieta. Dieta was your entire <laughs> lifestyle. It's who right. you uh, lived with, how you lived, where you worked, how much you ate, how much you sleep, how much water you drink. All these things come into it. But we just boiled diet down to calories in, calories out. We know for a fact that is an error. It doesn't work that way. It, it's so it's so multifactorial that I was, when we were at the mastermind, and again, thank you, JJ, for getting Fred and I together because you know we're having a great collaboration. Putting together, I was talking to one individual, and he was saying movement is important. Movement is important for weight loss, and I said it is, but it's a component of weight loss. It's yep. not a full component of weight loss because you can't out exercise a poor lifestyle. You right. can't out supplement. A poor lifestyle. You can't out diet a poor lifestyle. And let's get into it now where what we do in the office is we use advanced functional lab testing. Mm -hmm. And I hate to use the word game changer because it's used so much, but I'm going to yeah. use game changer, right? Because if I'm ordering a food sensitivity test, which I do just about on every patient, not a food allergy test, right? Food allergy test is a different immunoglobulin. It's looking for an allergic reaction. Like skin rash would be an example of that. Asthma. The food, asthma would be another one. Great, right? Now, what happens with the food sensitivity or the food intolerance, it shows me what foods you should be eating and what foods you should be avoiding. This is important because the foods you should be eating, they work with your biochemistry, with your metabolism, has your body running, functioning at a higher level. Now you could be eating a Mediterranean diet, very good diet, right, Fred? However, yep. there may be components of that Mediterranean diet that may not be working for you. And we need to find out what foods specifically are causing a low-grade inflammatory reaction throughout your body, what we call systemically throughout your body, that could be causing health concerns down the line. Now, we're eating poorly. It's not only just in this country. It's just not sad, the standard American diet. It's throughout the world that we're eating poorly and we're gaining weight and we're not eating the right foods. And this food sensitivity test helps us put together a very unique personalized program of care to help you out. And that's the exciting part of what we do, you and I do when we're ordering these tests, because if you do put together a diet or when we do put together a diet, that diet is just, you know, as close to perfect as you possibly can make it via these testing, right? Right, right. So when we do that, 
Um, one of the things that's really important, I think gets missed because we've spent so, you know, the last 40 years demonizing fat, demonizing fat right. and demonizing fat then also demonizes um, some meat because meat has fat in it. And so we've shifted over the last 40, 50 years away from eating a very balanced diet. Um, you know, when I grew up, you know, 60s, uh, it, it was really, you know, a a a uh, a balance of vegetables, meat, and starches. It wasn't just heavily into one thing. And it seems that we've really shifted into eating too many carbohydrates. And that is why, one of the reasons why we're getting obese. But also, I see the problem of so many pesticides in the, the carbohydrates that we're eating that actually trigger the obesity. There's so many layers to this that we have to fix up. So, you're, you're, I mean, you're 100% correct. There is so many layers here. So, the carbohydrates that we're eating today, they're refined carbohydrates, right? They're processed foods and they have a lot of sugar in there and they have a lot of omega-6 fatty acids. That's the bad fatty acid that creates inflammation in the body as opposed to the omega-3. Big words, omega-3 is anti-inflammatory, omega-6 is pro-inflammatory. So we're eating a lot of processed foods. And if remember, you and I are the same age, Fred. And right. if you remember, I mean, during the 60s and then even into the early 70s when growing up in an Italian-American household, the macaroni was homemade, right? Mm. The, yes. the, the, the sauce, the gravy, whatever you want to call it, you can, you can have a show on that alone. Sunday gravy, definitely. It was homemade. Right? It's <laughs> all afternoon, right? It was all homemade. But at one point in time, it became a jar. It became a... Uh, a can and it wasn't homemade at some point right. in time in the 70s and what happened was is that life got busy yes high school playing sports after school activities mom and dad are working and so you came home and you had a hungry man dinner mm -hmm. waiting for you in the freezer right. remember that friend yep <laughs> so true. And so much has um, changed, but not since then. The thing I see that's changed is we've gotten, in quotes, busier. And yes. there's less time and people don't seem to take the time. And, and I just realized that I'm really, really blessed because I've I've been able to learn these things over the last 20 years and be able to apply them because um you know, there's there's so many layers to the way we live. Um, I went to another mastermind last week with Lisa Nichols and, and JJ, and we were learning how to be authentic in our speech. And when you do that, you do exercises where you dive deep. And I dove deep back to um, 1993 when I divorced my kid's mother and my practice because everything was just going wrong. And I... Lisa's very skilled at helping people touch their emotions. And I did. And I actually went back to that time and relived for the last three days um, my sciatica that I got at the end of that event. And it's I knew it was cellular memory. I knew it was so a, Fred, you had a you had a somatic event. event. Yes. So yes. you had a somatic experience when you were doing this, correct? Exactly. And and what's really interesting, I watched 
uh, several layers of it parallel. I started getting a little bit of a scratchy cough. At the same time, I started mm-hmm. getting sciatica. And as the sciatica peaked, I didn't really have any s- symptoms upper respiratory, but the sciatica went away last night and I woke up today with a, a full-blown cold. And it's just really interesting to watch how these things wash through us. And so I'm having an inflammatory event based on my emotions. And so emotional problems actually lead to changes in your physiology, changing your weight. And we know about emotional right. eating and how cortisol puts weight on. And honestly, um, I need to mention that we are actually talking here on the Healthy Step Show. And we are on Tampa's favorite radio station, 88.5 FM. That is so darn true there, Dr. Harvey. And if y'all are I want to remind you that you're listening to the Healthy Step Show, as the doc said, and we've got a special guest today, Dr. Dan Carlicchio. And if you're just turning on in, you're in for a great show. It's going to be dealing with functional nutrition and a healthy lifestyle. So you're encouraged to give a call to 813-239-9663. Irene's sitting in the control room waiting for you. And you can send your emails to dj at wmnf.org or Send us texts at 813-433-0885. Let's get back to this really interesting show there, doctors. Dan, um, so Fred. I know that you have dealt with people going through these kind of things in your weight loss programs because you well, touch listen, on things. <laughs> listen, we're going to shift gear a little. We're going to shift gears a little bit and we're going to talk okay. about this. All right. Because I was talking to another colleague of ours. And um, I actually did a three-minute video for our colleague. And mm-hmm. what I noticed was that during times of stress, during times when something brings you back to an experience from 20 years, 30 years before, and you're having that somatic experience, a lot of people have been having that coming out of what we're coming out of recently. And so, so I felt... I felt as if I was a therapist. Now that's not where my expertise lies. That's where my, my licensure lies. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't do but I've noticed that people are having a relationship from 30 years ago. It could be anything. And now there was a poor relationship, a poor time in their life, and now they're manifesting. Now they're emotionally eating because of this outside stressor that they're having. So when Lisa Nichols was taking you through your journey, all right, now what happens, something is spurred in your mind, this memory, and now it's at that cellular level. Now it manifests into a physical, a physiological aspect. I see it in my chiropractic practice also, and I see it in my functional medicine practice, just like you do. And so what happens is that it takes you back. Right. And now what happened during that particular time? You're going through a stressful time. You're going through a time that's not so good in your life. You're trying to get out of something. And now you start experiencing those symptoms. It's in your it's in the cellular level. It's in your nervous system. And it's been shown. It's been proven that it's in your nervous system. And what happens is now you manifest. So if I was in, in if I was in Florida right now, I you know I I I'd, I'd adjust you. We we do a little nutrition and maybe see one of our friends that do um you know trauma and so forth to help you out of it, right? Because yeah. you need to take care of not only the physical but the mental and the emotional that brings you back, Fred. Right? 
Exactly. That's why when I approach detoxification, it's body, mind, and spirit because right. every layer needs to be addressed or you really don't get the complete healing. And so over the weekend, I had one of my energy working friends do some work on me. I was doing homeopathics because homeopathic remedies help to uh, uh, help your body change frequency. And that's really what these emotional events are right. about. It's a frequency shift. And I went back into a really low frequency and the homeopathics tend to neutralize that and pull you out. The energy work can do that. I also, I also took some anti-inflammatory medicine because it was uh, to the point where I was barely moving and the whole package shifted that away. But it really took, um, you know, hours of silent time just being with me and understanding what was happening because you have to spend that time within so you mm -hmm. can actually begin to transform those energies. And it, it transforming on, on a cellular level when you're, when you're spending time alone with yourself. And I do the same thing, Fred, you know, um, mm -hmm. we're of the same age and we grew up in, a, in, in, a, in, in an era where that just wasn't discussed, right? This stuff wasn't discussed. I grew up in Northern New Jersey. I grew up in North Newark and my friends will laugh at me later after they listen to the show, but this is, this is what we do in order to heal. Like we said at the, out, at, on the outset, it is multifactorial. Yep. So you have your emotions that come into weight loss. You have them, you have your mental capacity that comes into weight loss. You have your physical that comes into weight loss. We could talk about sleep. I asked one PhD in nutrition. Mm -hmm. um, what is the most important aspect of nutrition? Weight loss. He just thought about it for a second or two. You know what he said, Fred? Sleep. He said, because if you don't get restful, really? restorative sleep, your biochemical functions are just not there. Your yeah. somatic experiences, because you have to sleep in order to process all of this stuff, spending time alone, getting some restful, restorative sleep. And we used to stay back in the 60s and 70s. We were figuring our stuff out, right? Just kind of figuring it out, right? Right. You know, we look at it a little bit differently, and it's a little bit more advanced as, as it was the just figuring your stuff out back in those days. But that's a good description because that's really what it is. You have to take the time to figure it out. You have to listen to your body. You have to listen and feel those emotions because, you know, our body talks to us by feeling, by, by, by pain, by, by even anxiety and, and, and anger. These are body talking. And then the, the mind talks in words and thoughts and concepts and, um, and the spirit talks in pure love. So when you can actually channel that pure love, the emotions tend to clear up. The body tends to do what it needs to do. And so you got to go back and listen in that still small voice within and, and start moving those energies within you because you drive everything, right, Dan? Oh, 100%. I mean, couldn't have said it any better than that. You drive everything. It has to come from you. And you got to figure out your stuff when it comes to when it comes to that. So, you know, I like to meditate. Does that help out when when you're going through this, Fred? I, I mean, it, it helps me clear my mind and I can figure my stuff out when, when, I, when I'm when I'm thinking like this. It's so true. I, I spent hours yesterday in meditation because I needed to actually unwind some of that. Um, and so that's my way of doing it. Um, other people might have uh, prayer is fine, but mm -hmm. after you're done praying, it's good to actually wait for the answer in silence. And that's called contemplative prayer in some circles, but mm -hmm. it's, it's also called meditation. So meditation doesn't have to be scary. It's just waiting in that space that you've mm -hmm. created sacredly with your Lord. And so it, it helps you get in touch with that, that flow. Flow is what actually heals people. 
Right. And it's, 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 it's now I'm going to go into my functional neurology training because what happens is that when you're doing this, you're, 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 you're changing the way your brain is wired. So you're looking at things differently that helps out with weight loss. We'll get into that in a second. So what happens is that you get this neuroplastic thing where your where your uh, where your brain starts changing becomes it's plastic it grows and when it grows you can figure stuff out more now how do we apply this to weight loss you're having a bad relationship with food you're having a bad relationship with some type of food some type of drink that you have and so what happens with this if you're able to spend some quiet time and start figuring that out and working with somebody that can that can bring you along with that that's very powerful that really is extremely is. powerful and you know that's the way you shift and this is i think crucial for any weight loss maintenance and that is you need to shift from mindless eating to mindful eating mindful every eating. bite you take has to be with thought what's it doing for you not just eating another five cookies because they taste good. Think about what those extra five cookies mean to your body. Right. Mindful eating is so key. You know, eating a second helping of food when you're full because it tastes good, even if it's good food, a nice solid piece of, of clean organic chicken and broccoli, you don't need the extra calories. Be mindful, right, Dan? It's 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 think. <laughs> you have to think you have to think about what you're doing. And and, and we and we've made it a society where when we eat food, we look at TV, we look at commercials, eat, drink, be merry, take whatever, you know, antacid. And then you can go back and you can eat the, and then you can eat the food again. You can eat more of that spicy food again because it's okay to do that, right? So they're getting into your mind. And mm -hmm. I find this fascinating, Fred. They get into your mind and they kind of plastically change it in a, in, in a negative way for us. Yes. And so what happens is that we go for that second or third helping of food. Right. Now that's going to create some type of weight gain because if it's not good food, if it's fast food, if it's processed food, you're drinking sugary sodas and you're doing this every day. Because I'm sure in your practice, just like in my practice, it's it is it's true. People come in and they have... 12 iced teas because it's made from the best stuff on earth. And then you look at their life and you say they're stressed. They have a poor home life. They have a poor relationship with themselves. Mm -hmm. They have a poor relationship with food. They're yes. at the bar on Friday and Saturday night. They're smoking. Right. They're not exercising. They're not examining their lives. They're not examining their lives. And so what happens is that they become mindless instead of mindful because they're just living for that moment to get that hit. Oh, I feel good. I'm sitting yes. in a bar. I had, I had, I had a cocktail and maybe I had some wings. Now I feel good because of all that processed stuff that I'm eating. So there's that physiological and chemical component because of that. Right. But now you want more because now you feel good. Well, this is the way I feel good. Let me eat and drink some more of it. They have you at that particular point. We they like really to do. break that, right? Yep, yep. And that's the thing. We need to be mindful. And I want to remind people that this is a mindful radio show and engagement is key for being mindful. So I'm just going to remind everybody that we are listening to the Healthy Steps radio show on WMNF 88.5 Tampa. Absolutely. And oh my goodness, this is a great and informative show. So everybody, thanks for tuning on in. But 
as we yelled on out there, Doc. We're encouraging you all to participate. So give us a call at 813-239-9663 or send an email to dj at wmnf.org. And you can also text us at 813-433-0885. And I'm going to give the number one more time. Irene, Eileen is, I'm sorry, Irene is waiting for you. Number is 813-239-9663. Take it away. So being mindful uh, can mean a lot of things. And reading labels is one thing. And you can take it to another level. You're talking about omega-3s versus omega-6s. And when you're eating red meat, you have to be mindful that if it isn't grass-finished, it's going to be higher in omega-6s, which are pro-inflammatory. If it's a cracker cow like we can get out here in arcadia you got a cracker beef that's only been in the pasture it's never eaten anything but grass it's high in omega-3s so it's an anti-inflammatory beef and we've talked for 30 years about how inflammatory beef is and how bad it is for our blood vessels well that's because we've been eating poisoned beef the stuff that's got pesticides and uh omega-6s pesticides omega-6s it has antibiotics the chicken has antibiotics and it and they're making them plump the chicken by putting them in with steroids and hormones and things of that nature. And we're ingesting that into our bodies. You know, this reminds me, Fred, of I was reading several years ago. I was reading a, an, an article in, in Mayo Clinic Proceedings uh, in, in, in the journal where Spain, they're getting away from the Mediterranean diet and they're eating a lot of fast foods. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I remember about this article was that the fast foods, the refined foods are affordable, available, right. and palatable. All of these abuls that they have. And so the kids, the teenagers have higher risk of diabetes, obesity, increased waist to hip ratio, all of these, all of these horrible things that are mm -hmm. happening to our society at this point in time. So it's one of those things that we try to turn it around. Um, so it becomes a um, it becomes a situation where you need to be mindful of what what you're eating because those cakes and candies, oh my goodness, Fred, they're on the shelf for years on end. <laughs> yes, and then we eat them, right? It's like, oh, there's any nutrient, you know, any nutritional value to this? No, come on. Uh, my predecessor on this show, Eve. Prang Plus, nutritionist of renown, bought a uh, box of um, one of the uh, you know um, uh, major national bakeries um, um, uh, like sweet rolls in a tray, and she left this thing in her office for about fifteen years. And every year she would buy a new one, and she would ask her students in her nutrition class, "Which is the fresh one?" <laughs> and no one could tell, except no that one the, could tell. the older one had lost a couple of pieces of the sugar off the top and that was about the only difference <laughs> absolutely and and you know going back to the somatic experience I, I i just thought of something fred yeah where i gained a lot of weight and at the age of 37 i had a heart attack mm. and i remember growing up in an immigrant family there was no money right and then when they got a little traction and they started to make money you know food is very important in the italian household and so there was always a cake, ice cream after dinner because that meant success to them, right? Yeah. And so we would eat that. So we'd have a couple of bowls of ice cream, maybe a couple of pieces of cake, 
right? Even though it was very athletic, you know, yeah. there was that there was that ping pong or that tennis match that was going on yes. in, in, in my head. And and prior to my heart attack, I remember gaining a lot of weight because now I'm I'm a chiropractor and I'm reaching that American dream and I'm working and I'm making money now and, and that's what I was taught. So that was in my that was in my nervous system. Yes. That was just part of who I was, Fred. And I gained, I went from 195 to about 265 pounds. My triglycerides wow. were 1,227, Fred. That's, uh, that's pretty high, right? That's pretty impressive. <laughs> what was your uric acid? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't think they even, I think they calculated the LDLs back at that point. Mm-hmm. And they were incalculable, if I'm not mistaken, from what I remember. Yes. I have I have the paperwork downstairs. I should have brought it up. At that point, they did calculate, I'm sure. So um, yeah. we have somebody on the line who has a, a weight loss question. Yes, we've got Greg calling all the way from the Windy City of Chicago. Good morning, Greg. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, I wanted to say thanks again uh, for what you do. I'd like to add a book uh, that it talks about the um, hormone, the the nervous system. It's called the polyvagal theory in therapy, and mm-hmm. this woman is identifying how our health is directly proportional to the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems, and that how traumas and life experiences actually do deeply affect those systems, and then set you on the road to uh, poor health or uh, doing exercises and work uh, to recovery. So, thanks for bringing that into the conversation. Um, I'm Thank actually, you, Greg. Yeah, thank you. I'm actually a competitive cyclist. I'm middle-aged. Um, and I'm wondering if it would be inappropriate to ask the question about weight gain. If I were to get sick, I wouldn't last a week with any of my energy stores. I'm very lean, probably 6% body fat. Um, I have to work harder than people losing weight to gain the muscle weight in the gym on off-season. And yeah. um, I sleep is probably my biggest downfall right now because I've seen huge pattern shifts in that, so I'm working on that. But I'm wondering if there's a thing, you know, being 66 here next week, what I can do to um, stay, when I'm stay committed to the workouts to get that muscle weight on, I need a bigger engine in my training season, and I just feel better, and I look better, and I'm happier, but it's so hard now as I'm getting older to make weight gain. So I kind of wanted to put that out there and see if you could address that, that uh, question. You want to take that, Dan? Fred, you want to you start off first, and I'll, and I'll I jump can. in? Sure. So uh, I have a question for you, what, Greg. Um, how many hours do you exercise a day? Well, I'm always active every day, but I do have off days. Um, maybe I would say at least I'm doing some core work and stretching, but I'm also working on my house or shoveling. But what's your average of, of like uh, solid, uh, you know, stressful exercise per day uh, average? I, I'd say um, it's every other day and I'm doing high intensity stuff, maybe an hour and a half. And then I'll take another day and it'll just be stair bleacher climbs with the, with the group or so I'm going to say daily, if I were to break it down every day, cause it's not every day, I do rest days and recover days. But if I broke it down on a daily average, yeah, I'd say um, uh, hour and a half a day, uh, but pretty, pretty aggressive stuff. So that I've read, that that's a cutoff point. 90 minutes is um, kind of where you start doing more exercise than 
is actually good for the body. That's when you're starting to stress it, put it into that stress mode, which is not bad when you're actually training to succeed in a competitive sport. But um, it, it can actually result in a stress pattern for your body. And if you're doing 90 on average, and there's days you're doing well over two hours probably. So um, I think that right there, that and the sleep deprivation, those are changing your cortisol and causing you to have trouble here overall with the, this pattern. Mm, makes sense. And how many hours a night? Per, how many hours do you, do you get per per night of sleep? I'm waking up at three, which is interesting. I think it's my liver that's yeah. Chinese medicine. I'm like, well, I so I get to bed at eight thirty now because I'm naturally up at four. That's my training time. I'm awake. I'm I'm alert. It's the best time of my day. So I'm working in a, earlier to bed. But I'd say I get four hours and then I'm up, and then it's tossing and turning since uh, every <laughs> at that point. So if I get four hours of solid, that's awesome, but it's never more than four. Oh, wow. And then I'm tossing and turning for the next three. And then I just get up and go for it. Yeah, you would you would need you would need eight hours, seven hours worth of sleep, Greg, in order to get your muscles, you know, your body your body mind and body, body, mind and spirit to um recoup, recharge, regenerate. And that would help out with your endurance, and that would help out significantly with that. And um, you know, doing at least ninety minutes, you're you're at that outer limit. Kudos to you, sixty six years old and still rocking. I'm sixty one. I know I know Dr. Fred's sixty one. I'm still rocking too. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing a chest workout. I got a couple out a couple hours tonight with a couple of my buddies. So. You know, you may want to add in some more resistance training. That's why I'm 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 adding that in, is that that would help out build on some muscle mass. You know, because at our age, hormones are are decreasing, testosterone is decreasing, it helps build muscle. So you need to eat some foods that would help build your testosterone. Like Dr. Fred was saying, grass-fed beef would be great. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. It has omega-3 fatty acids, and it would help you out significantly. And adding in some of that resistance training would mm-hmm. build some muscle mass when it comes to that. I have to agree. Back, the, back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the resistance training is your fastest way to gain weight because uh, muscle weighs more than fat, and you don't necessarily need more fat. However, um, having a little extra glycogen on board is probably a good idea. And um, it's interesting, you mentioned three o'clock and you thought liver, but that's where the transition to lung is in Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking Mm -hmm. aerobics could be part of this challenge. You're maybe doing a little bit too much aerobic and you're challenging your lungs and that's why you're waking up Mm -hmm. at three. Shift in that may actually help the sleep also. Great, great thoughts. I'm gonna get some stuff to work on. Thanks, gentlemen. Hey, let us know. I appreciate it. I'll let you know. I'm on the podium okay. here. Take care. All right. You too. Bye. So we have callers, I think. Yes, we've got um, Elaine, That's or Ellen, I'm sorry, that's been waiting patiently. Go to her and uh, a question on carbohydrates from Marche. Good morning, Ellen. No, I have a question about vaccines, not carbohydrates. Sorry. Somebody else does. I was just yes. prepping the audience. So, Ellen, yeah, interesting note about vaccines. It's probably about COVID would be my guess. And it's interesting that pe- people who have any any obesity 
actually are at risk for all viruses. You actually have an immune system that's impaired. And so the best thing to do is work on uh, weight and get optimal. But what's your question about vaccines today? I, um, first of all, is I have two questions. With the shingles vaccine, is there anything, any reason not to take a shingles vaccine? Are they um, the, okay? The newer shingles vaccine called Shingrix is actually not a live virus um and it seems to be quite effective the older uh um, um uh, zostavax is actually a live virus and it could be dangerous for people with immunocompromise um so you don't want to have anybody who's doing chemotherapy or with hiv or other immunosuppressants on board to be doing the old one but most people are using shingrix now and it seems to be quite safe i've not had any client of mine that's taken it that's actually had a bad a reaction okay secondly the flu vaccine. Do you recommend people getting that now? I recommend that people who are at risk, and so um, that's easily found online, but anybody who's over 65, anybody with diabetes, heart disease, lung problems, they should really consider getting this to protect themselves because the flu can be deadly. And so uh, the one I would recommend is the uh, quadrivalent uh, flu shot and it's called, uh, flu block or flu zone quad. And you want, if you're over 65, to get the double strength, the extra strength for seniors, because there is evidence this will actually prevent death. It's worth doing. And then there's also the medication, Tamiflu. There's other ones out there too, but that's the one that's most used. And it is highly effective if given within the first 12 to 24 hours. Could you spell that, please? T-A-M-I-F-L-U. No, T I'm as in Tom. Quad. Quad, quadrivalent. So you want flu zone quad, if you can write that one down. And now we're going to move on to somebody who has a weight loss related question. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you there, Ellen. Let's move on to, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing the name correctly, Marcher. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Um, my question is about carbs. Uh, are they really bad for you? Like as far as your, I know you guys were talking about the homemade pastas versus the prepackaged pastas and breads, et cetera. Um, a lot of people now are going the gluten-free route. Um, and I guess that uh, also helps with, from what I've heard from a nutritionist, that it helps with inflammatory along with the dairy-free lifestyle as well. I was wondering if you could speak to that, and then my second part would be the effects of alcohol on the body and how that pertains to kind of sabotaging weight loss. Um, I'm actually <clears throat> 51 years old, and I'm one of these people who have the belly fat, so I know I have probably high, like, unnecessary, like, risky amounts of cortisol, and, I, and I'm a little bit afraid that I am going to have something like uh, a heart cardiovascular issue or something that, you know, could be very serious. That is that is a great question, and so let's 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 tackle gluten. Gluten, there's actually a protein in gluten called gliadin that creates an inflammatory reaction in your gut, and you get something called intestinal permeability or leaky gut. And what happens is your gut literally becomes leaky, and it's not that if you're eating a slice of pizza, you know that pepperoni goes right into your bloodstream. No, no, no. It has a difficult time breaking it down. It creates an inflammatory reaction that inflammation goes directly into your bloodstream. And now you can get weight loss resistance. You can get insulin resistance. You're looking at diabetes, type two diabetes. You're looking at, at, at weight loss resistance, cardiovascular 
types of issues. And so what happens with that is you want to remove gluten. If you're getting a stomach that's bloating, you feel tired, fatigued, brain foggy, if you will, after you have products, food that contains gluten. Now, when I do testing, we do, Dr. Fred and I, we do testing, we do something called the wheat zoomer, and we're looking directly at that. And a lot of patients do have a gluten issue. So what I would do is I would definitely take gluten out of my lifestyle because that can create havoc in my gut, create this leaky gut, and now you get more health-related conditions. Carbohydrates, again, what we use, what we say in the office is high-impact carbs or low-impact carbs. High-impact carbs, broccoli, cauliflower, some good fruits that don't that are not processed with a lot of pesticides, insecticides, and herbicides, right? So cauliflower and broccoli are are, are very good for that. Those are more high-impact carbs as opposed to eating pretzels, potato chips, cakes, candies, and so forth. So that becomes an issue. You want to eat good quality carbs. Listen, you have to have your proteins and you have to have your healthy fats in there too. Just not eating carbs because your body needs all three of them in order to function. So I like to have high impact carbs, healthy fats, and high quality proteins. Alcohol, I don't drink alcohol. Fred, do you drink alcohol at all? I, I gave up alcohol. It's a toxin. We know that one yeah. ounce a day is associated with a 50% increase in breast cancer and colon cancer. So right. why? Right. So alcohol will put weight gain on. I mean, the simple way to put this, it's empty calories. You know, there's not nutritional value to it. You hear a lot about red wine. I used to make red wine. I used to have, mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many cases I had at one time, Dr. Fred. <laughs> My whole basement was filled with wine. And so you have wine with dinner. But it is, it is a toxin. And the way that it's processed, it is a toxin. There's organic wines that are out there, but yep. the alcohol in and of itself, by the time your liver metabolizes it, it's out of your body. The next day, you're dehydrated. You don't feel well because maybe you had one or two extra drinks than you wanted to. You're at a party. It's a toxin. So get rid of it out of your uh, lifestyle. I haven't very, very rare. Do I have any alcohol? If you see me with a glass of wine, it's because somebody gave it to me and it's either sipped or it's, you know, when we were at Mindshare, Fred, that one glass of wine just sat there the entire night in front of me. Yeah, and I understand even, that. Yeah. So you, you so, said that you had a, a, a cardiac arrest in the eight, like around in your 30s. That's a super young age. I mean, is there something that may have contributed to that? that you know you could tell us about that that would help us kind of be aware of maybe certain things in our Absolutely. Lifestyle. That is that is that is a great question. Thank you for bringing that up. So the so I was diagnosed with something called metabolic syndrome. Metabolic syndrome is where I had a lot of um, fat around my waist. I I I I had I had high blood pressure. Um, there's some markers for cardiovascular disease that were high like triglycerides. Um, I was sedentary I wasn't working out. It was a bad time. I was, I was, I had three offices. There was a lot of stress. I wasn't taking care of my, you know, mind, body, and spirit. Um, and at the end, I was also diagnosed with something called familial hyperlipidemia, where it runs in my family. So I have to be extra careful. So the combination of a poor lifestyle, sedentary, not working out, not exercising at all, having a lot of stress and having no outlet to 
alleviate that stress. So if you're looking at your life and you're examining your life, what are you stressed about? What do you need to do to alleviate that stress? Because life is always filled with stress, right? It doesn't matter. That's in part what life is. It's, It's stressful at times. You have to eat correctly. You gotta take care of yourself. Are you properly sleeping? Like we said, are you hydrating? I wasn't doing that. I wasn't drinking water. I was drinking sugary sodas. My breakfast was going to a fast food restaurant and having a McGriddle sandwich and then having pizza. I remember those days. Oh my goodness, Fred. (laughs) That was 30 years ago. That's when I broke too. (laughs) Examine your life and make sure that you turn all of that around. You know, something else came up. Um, you mentioned you're 51. Um, it's it's documented that low estrogen around menopause actually results in more belly fat and more <laughs> hip fat pads. So you may want to actually check out with a functional medicine doctor and look about getting some bioidentical hormone replacement because it's going to actually shift the equation for you too. There's so many things you can do. You ready to take a call from Jan? Absolutely. All right. Good morning, Jan. What have you got for us today? Uh, when you first started talking, you mentioned that you had just completed a, a weekend with Lisa Nichols, and I'm yes. familiar with her. Want to see if she where where is she based, or does she? She is. She has a business called Motivating the Masses, and you can look that up online. You can find Lisa Nichols on YouTube also. She's a motivational, transformational speaker. She's actually helping transform the planet with love so that we can actually all work together and share and lift up the lives of everybody. Such a beautiful, wonderful uh, woman and experience. Uh, Everybody deserves to know Lisa Nichols. Is she? Does she come to Florida? Or is that what? she 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 travels uh, to do conferences all over the place. Uh, I think the next one that is planned, I was talking with her staff, will be in April, I think, in either North or South Carolina. But if you get on to Motivating the Masses, you can actually find out where all of her conferences are. Okay, great, great. All righty. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're yourself. so welcome. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. So we do have some emails. Uh, is anybody else on the line, Bill? It uh, looks like Douglas, just this very instant, is coming on the line. So read an email, and we'll get back to Douglas. Here's a good one, and I think uh, you'll like this one, Dan. My daughter started having trouble with anger, social anxiety, insomnia, really started gaining weight, and developed what they say is an allergic reaction to the sun when she was 13 or 14. Um, uh, medical cannabis has really helped her social anxiety and anger, but the weight gain isn't getting better and neither is the uh, allergic reaction, quotes, allergic reaction to the sun. To me, that sounds like food uh, sensitivities and, and wrong foods triggering it. What about you, Dan? Yeah, that sounds like you're, she's just eating the wrong foods. Find a functional medicine practitioner that does food sensitivity, food intolerance testing, and see what's going on with that because an allergic reaction to the sun I don't know, Fred, when was the last time you made that diagnosis? (laughs) Well, I've only made that diagnosis when somebody's been on a medication or a food that triggers them. If they're eating mangoes or they're taking hydrochlorothiazide, I'd say stop eating those or doing those and you'll probably no longer have a sun reaction. So yeah, that's that's where we need to go. And it's it's sometimes difficult to nail it down. But if you look at foods and sun reactions online, you're probably going to see your daughter's eating something like that. Is uh, our next one on that yet, Bill? Yes, Douglas is here from Tampa, and um, let's go, Douglas. What have you got for us today? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. The first time listening to this uh, dialogue you've got, but five years ago I had a stroke, and uh, 
I was in relatively great health, and now I'm just sort of just paranoid to do anything. I've put on roughly 60 pounds or better. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I still don't have the energy. The doctor says, you're in health. you got to do something. I've been listening to what you guys are saying. You're not promoting any pills or anything, so this is going to sound stupid. How can I get myself? I mean, I just, I'm afraid to do anything because I'm afraid of having the situation develop again, mm. and I'll lose a bit of weight, a little bit of weight, and then all of a sudden I'll put twice the weight back on because I go back to my old ways of eating the stuff I shouldn't eat. So let me ask you a question. Do you feel like a ticking time bomb? Yes, I do. Okay. And, and the reason why I say that is after I had my, after I had my heart attack, and this is what motivated me to go into functional medicine, is that I felt the same way. So you and I are, are brothers in arms when it comes to this. I will tell you, how old are you? I'll be 66 uh, this September. Okay. On the other side of this is the living your life to the fullest. On the other side of this is something much better. And that fear you need to overcome. You need to see somebody who's a functional medicine doctor. And you need to get them to help you lose some weight. Get those food intolerance tests done. Get, get the leaky gut test done. Get a stool analysis to see what's going on. Start losing some weight. They can make recommendations then for exercise, walking, simple walking, a half an hour, 15 minutes out of your house, 15 minutes back when, yep. when appropriate for you. Because I will tell you on the other side of this is a life without fear. Is a life without fear. Because I agree. I heard, I heard an interview real quick. I heard an interview, uh, somebody, an actor, 76, he says, I'm jumping in the ocean with a harpoon and I'm fighting the whale with my bare hands. And that's the way I approach my life. So you can do that too. You don't have to take it to that extreme, but you can really go on the other side because on the other side of this is a life without fear and living your life to the fullest. Throwing a baseball with a grandchild. You're probably that's just great answer this question but do you do do you guys do uh offer services at your facility for for, for situations like this um actually similar um but we're um uh what you can what we're going to do is uh, have dan give his contact information um you can contact me through the uh radio station but dan before we sign off is going to give his contact information so people can get a hold of him and talk to him more about this i think it's very important and um so one thing I wanted to mention is um, you could uh, pick up a meditation app on your phone. You could go to Dr. Joe Dispenza um, uh, or find some place to go and do meditation because daily meditation practice helps to alleviate fear. It's one of the first things you do. Go inside and be with yourself and feel your heart. Breathe. Breathing is the way to dispel fear. It's the first step on that road to a fearless living. You're exactly right. So thank you for your input. Um, Dan, um, we're down to the end of the hour. Um, you want to give us- Well, that uh, went quick, Fred. Surely it always does. Give me a few uh, words about um, um, uh, summing up, you know, three tips or something, and then your contact information. <clears throat> so three tips, right? Number one, since we're both functional medicine, see a functional medicine practitioner, look for those food intolerance testing, look for the wheat zoomer test for the leaky gut and get any other 
functional, advanced functional lab testing to take a look at your biochemistry. Number two, what you just said, it's just so important. You know, take care of your mind. Be, be, be mindful, whether it's meditation, prayer, contemplative prayer. You know, Joe Dispenza, you and I met him at, at the Mindshare event. I, I, I'm, I'm an active practitioner. It helps clear your mind. It, it just it just takes rid of it just gets rid of the stress. Right. It yes. just gets rid of the stress. And number three, if you could do those two things, you know, and they all play off of each other. Get restful, restorative sleep. Go out and get yourself a, a, an apparatus like this, like an aura ring or whatever the case may be. And, and, and look at your sleep patterns and make sure you're getting that restful, restorative sleep. Because I think if you could do all three of those, it'll change your life. It's a start. It's a start. You're not running a marathon tomorrow, but it's a start to a better life. I know it will change lives. And where do we find you, Dan? So I have an office in New Jersey, in Newark, New Jersey. Um, it's on Bloomfield Avenue, 554 Bloomfield Avenue. My phone number there is 973-483-2277. You can shoot me a text, okay? 917-608-5896, 917-608-5896. And I'll make sure if we can't help you, we'll make sure that we make a recommendation to get you to somebody that can help you out. Thank you, Dan. That's really wonderful. Um, I just wanted to do one last email, really simple. I just lost quite a lot of weight by stopping eating sugar and wheat products. I adopted the healthy uh, habit of eating a 60% plant-based meal. So they're getting protein, animal products. That's brilliant. It's so easy to make these changes. And next week on the Healthy Steps, we're going to be talking with a wonderful practitioner from Sarasota, um, Sharon Jurassic. She's an Ayurvedic practitioner and she's also an expert at fermenting. She has a business called Fermentlicious and her products are delicious. And so I just want to shout out to all Tampa area practitioners. Please contact marketing at functionalmedicineflorida.com. If you want to be on the show, talk with my booking agent, Joshua, and we will start to work together because I want to bring some more local ideas online. I'm loving doing national experts, but thank you, Dan, again. It's been great. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you very much, Fred. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, nothing against you up there in New Jersey there, Doc, but uh, <laughs> a good local voice will be great. But this has been a rewarding show. So thank you, Dr. Curlicchio. And so until next Monday at 10 o'clock, I'd like to thank Dr. Harvey and Irene and our listeners. So take care. Y'all are the greatest. You have been listening to the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey here on WMNF Tampa. Coming right on up is 5 Minutes of NPR News. And then get ready for the Sustainable Living Show hosted by the Cracker Jack team of Kenny Coogan and Annie Ellis. And until next Monday at 10 a.m., thank you for supporting and listening to the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey here on WMNF Tampa, your community-conscious radio station. Stay safe, stay thoughtful, and know that you are loved.